calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Welcome back, everyone, to Comic Sans, the podcast about comics for those who are sans knowledge. I'm Yen, and I've been enjoying a luxurious break between seasons because we are now in season two of Comic Sans. Well, and I'm Nat, and I, for one, am extremely grateful to everyone who voted for us at the Signal Awards. Mm -hmm. I think the last you heard from us officially on this podcast, we were nominated um, Mm -hmm. for a Signal Award in the Best Buddy Podcast category. Mm -hmm. And we are so grateful that we managed to win the award, um, both the judges pick and the listener's choice. So thank you everyone who voted. Thank you for everyone who listened. Thank you to the judges. Um, And we are just raring to go into season two, Yen. How do you feel? I feel good. You, you feel good talking to me again, being in the same room no, as me? I, no, I didn't. No, no, no? I, don't, I don't actually. I don't. Uh, well, how do you think I feel having to read comics again? Okay, that's unnecessary. That's, I mean, that's like really personal, actually. That's really yeah, helpful. Yeah. yeah that's really. And I, everything you said before was not. Personal. No, everything I said before yeah. was, was quite fair, I think. Was quite, quite yeah. fair and okay. measured. But anyway, yes, welcome back to season two, everyone. We're back. We're bigger. We're bolder. We're okay. I don't. I don't. I don't butt know. But naked. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's okay, true. That's yeah? true. You know, and we've made some changes to the format of this show yet. I don't know if we want to reveal that right now. No. Yeah. Wanna... We can talk about it. We can talk about how this is actually Nat's last episode of Comic Sense. Yes. Yes. And now I'm gonna be replaced by AI. <laughs> yes. We will be replacing Nat, and it's gonna be one of those um, the AI girlfriend. <laughs> So this is now a romance podcast. Nice. Between me and an AI girlfriend. But wasn't it always a romance podcast? No, no, not oh. even slightly. Not not even for the bit. But yes, we're we're making some slight changes. Nothing drastic. Nothing, you know, nothing life changing. No, no, nothing, nothing. But nothing one that's... big change is, you know, you're not gonna hear me read the comic anymore. And we'll get to that in a bit. You know, we we did receive some scathing feedback that nobody likes to hear me read and we did get several people saying that it just sounds like Nat's trying to prove that he can read. Right, right. Uh, sort of like um what's that actress, the Glee one? Oh, that's Leia Michelle. Leia Michelle. Yeah, like I was doing a, having my Leia Michelle moment every yeah. episode, proving that I can read words. And um, actually, the monitors he was wearing, like his headphones, was just like someone feeding the audio <laughs> into him, like that episode of SpongeBob. And I was just like mouthing along. Hold on, I'm talking about SpongeBob. Okay, please go ahead. <laughs> that episode of SpongeBob where Patrick is teaching SpongeBob how to drive during the driving test. Do you remember that episode? No. Okay, let's get to the show. <laughs> I'm ready to step back into the world of text and image marrying together in a beautiful symphony of comic bookdom. Wow, that was pretty good, Nat. It's pretty good? That was pretty good. Pretty good? Nat, who do you think my favorite superhero is? Ooh. Ooh. Well, how do you define superhero? Because you love, you love Hellboy. But is he He's a, not superhero? a superhero? Okay. Not so a what's superhero. the definition of a superhero? Just, uh, uh, you know. Um, okay, okay. Let, okay, let, I'm mainstream. Me- well, just, it's, it's mainstream Marvel okay, DC. Okay, okay. okay? Superman. Wrong. Really? I feel like we talked about that in the Superman episode. Yes, uh, and I, I don't think I said he's my favorite. <laughs> well, you talked about how much you loved him. Yeah, but I love a lot of them. But who do, who one's my favorite? Okay, can I can I can I narrow it down? Yeah, go ahead. Is it is it Marvel? Yes. Is it X Men? No. Uh, I don't even consider the X Men superheroes to be honest. Really? No, I think they're like power. Wow, that's like, kind of discriminatory. I'm gonna say. Just no, they're what? like no, no, oh. Oh, I don't know. I'm oh just, boy. I'm just saying things. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> no, but I think they're like they're like a paramilitary. That's why they're cool. Wait, sure. Wait a sure. minute. Don't go. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> don't quote me on that. Nobody clip that. <laughs> um. Okay. 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 I'm just gonna go through the list then. The Hulk. No. I'm just gonna go through all the Avengers right now. Spider Man. No. We've already read Spider Man. What am I saying? Uh, this is gonna go on forever. Nobody's gonna enjoy this. Just you gotta give me a clue. Give me a clue. His his real identity starts his first and last name start with the same letter. 
It's not Peter Parker. No. It's... And it's not Bruce Banner, too, who's the Hulk. So you ruled out two of those already. <laughs> so this clue, not helpful. Uh, you know what? Hey, let me, let me know if you're enjoying this, guys. You know, if you're enjoying this bit, hey, write, write into our new email. Oh, yeah, yeah. We write got a new, new email, email Comic Sans Podcast at andasproductions.com. Look at us. Yeah. Owning our own domain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comic Production Sans at yeah. andas.com. At andas.yen.net. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Give me, okay, okay. Give me a okay, better Okay, he was played, okay. He was played by Ben Affleck. I don't know. I don't even know Batman. Then did Ben Affleck not play Batman? He did play Batman. Yeah. Then, but that's not that's not Marvel. I don't know. Yeah, I was trying to trick you. Yeah, no, he didn't. <laughs> what are you? No. Okay, it's Daredevil. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that in like the next half an hour. So thank goodness. Did you see that movie with Ben Affleck? You think I did? Maybe, <sighs> bro. Honestly, I think anyone who's seen that movie would never read a comic again. <laughs> it's an awful movie. <laughs> no, I, then I've not seen it. No. Okay, so, so, but have you heard of Daredevil? Very, he's blind. Okay. That's all I know. He's okay. blind, he wears red. Okay. Uh, his, uh, his suit makes me think of the Flash, but I know that's wrong. Yep, that's wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep, that's firmly wrong. Yep, so yep, you're right on that's that. That's all I know. You're right on that, you're wrong. He's yep. blind, is he a stuntman or something? Uh, no. That's what Daredevil makes me think no, of? No, I think you're thinking of Ghost Rider. I don't even know who that is. You don't know who Ghost Rider is? That's not go there. Is that okay. Nick Cage? Yeah, see, you do know who Ghost oh, Rider is. Oh, I didn't know I did yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah. that was a Give comic. Give him a medal. Give him a medal. I didn't know that was a comic. Was it a comic? Uh, oh, brother. <laughs> oh, brother, this guy stinks. You know, a lot, of, a lot of people think that I play this up. You know, like that is a bit. That actually I know things. And then like, for the sake of this podcast, I pretend I don't know things. Let me no, just make it exceedingly can't. crystal clear, dear listener. Everything I just said I don't know. I don't know. You you can't fake what Nat's doing. I'm just exactly. You know, I, mean, I you think, can't fake it. I think, and that's why I'm an award-winning podcast host because no one else can do what I do. You know, it's not easy to be this ignorant. You know, about actually, a honestly, honestly, yeah, anybody can know things about comics exactly. and talk about them. I'm the redundant part of this exactly. podcast. So actually, actually, the real Nat reveal is the is part that's gonna stay. We're gonna replace Yen with AI with an AI girlfriend. <laughs> Because we realize that AI can't do what I do. No. AI knows too much. Actually, that's true. And it's AI true. Couldn't, AI couldn't do what you, you do. You can't ask ChatGPT to play dumb. It'd be like, what? Anyway, that was a digression. Back to Daredevil, please. Lay it on me. I'm, I'm so excited to hear about this blind... So Daredevil. Dude. Daredevil. Daredevil. My first Daredevil comic was probably Daredevil Yellow. Because his original costume was actually yellow. Was this was one of red. those like Superman red and blue things where like it, the, all the colors are used are yellow? Um, Look at me knowing things now. Hey, if you don't get what I'm talking about, listen to the bonus episode about Superman. B -b -b bonus. Red and blue. But yes. We've also got feedback that people don't like me doing that. <laughs> B -b 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 bonus. <laughs> um, okay, yes. It's Daredevil so, Yellow. Daredevil Yellow, because actually the original character, when the character first appeared, his suit was yellow. Okay. And that um, book is by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. And that was a return to the origin of the character. And I read it and I was like, oh my God. Gosh, this what guy year are we talking coolest. about? When I read this, like when the comic oh. came out, like is this an old comic? It's not that old. I'd say it's maybe late nineties, early two thousands. And so Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale are returning to the character, and they're revisiting the origin. And I loved it so much that I just went through the whole library because this was, of course, in a library where I always am. Where yeah, I always shout been. out libraries, shout out libraries. And then I just started pulling all the ones down the shelf, right? And mm -hmm. over the years, I've probably amassed. The single character I have the most comics of is probably Daredevil. Oh, that's a surprise to me. Yeah, yeah, that, that is surprising. You know right? why it's a surprise to me? Why? Because I've been in your room and I've ransacked your comic collection looking for things. I don't recall seeing a lot of Daredevil. No, see, but you ransacked the trades. Oh. You didn't ransack my floppies, which are in different boxes. Oh, wow. Because the trades can just be out there in the open air. So the trades, probably the most I have is X-Men. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the floppies, it's probably Daredevil. Interesting, okay. And that just shows how dedicated I am to the character because the floppies take up a lot more space and yeah. they're way more expensive. Yeah. And you're getting them every month. Yeah. So I'm going to the shop every month to get Daredevil and I'm getting Daredevil across different characters. Okay, you want me to clap for you or something? Yes, or what I you want you to okay. clap for me. Clap. Thank you. Two. No, I want you to know, no, because I, I, I'm, I'm pointing to something, right? Which is that Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale wrote Daredevil Yellow. That wasn't like a mainline Daredevil book. That wasn't Daredevil like one, two, whatever. Right, right. But... Across that mainline Daredevil book, uh -huh. there's been... I'm going to rattle off some names. You're not going to know most of them. Yeah, for sure. Okay? But the first one you're going to know, Brian Michael Bendis. Oh, yep. Brian Michael Bendis wrote an incredible run, run of Daredevil. 
And Nascenti wrote an incredible run of Daredevil. Who? Chip Starsky wrote an incredible run you know, of Daredevil. I'll just Charles Soule wrote an incredible run of Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Frank Miller. Mm. Does that sound familiar? Nope. Frank Miller, writer of 300. The movie? Which was a comic. It was a comic? Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> Frank Miller wrote an incredible run of Daredevil, right? Um, uh, so many people have written incredible runs of Daredevil. Right. I would actually, I argue, and I always say this, that Daredevil is probably the single superhero that has had the most consistency across the line, right? That he's, he's just got the most knock-it-out-of-the-puck, great arcs, great comics. And that is a function of... I'm going to get there. Okay. I'm going to get there. Right. Okay. So we're gonna go through some of the details of Daredevil. Right. Right. Is there something innate about him that makes yeah. him so incredible yeah. to all these creators? Okay. So first detail. Mm-hmm. Daredevil's name is Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock. M M. You know. I gave you all the clues. Yeah. Useless clues. Secondly, Matt Murdock is the son of battling Jack Murdock. What? Okay. That's his. That's his dad. Battling Jack. Battling Jack because he was a boxer and that was his um moniker. Okay. And um, Jack Murdoch raised Matt by himself, single dad, okay. and dies in the ring. Oh, no. That's a lie. I'm wrong. What? He doesn't die in the ring. <laughs> he dies because of what he does in the ring, which is which he is told to throw a fight. Okay. And he refuses to do so. Okay. Because he sees his son on the sidelines and he's he's thrown fights before and he's become kind of this joke and he's not gonna he doesn't want to go that way. Yeah. And then after that, he gets taken out by the mob because he ruined a lot of people's gambling. Right, right. That's in the original comics, and that's also retold in Daredevil Yellow. Okay. Okay. Third detail. Sure. Now, this is interesting. Is it? Because the first two, you know, they, I mean, they were okay. Matt Murdock is a devout Catholic. Oh. Is this like the first, the only sort of like religious... He's not superhero? the only one. The only he's not the only one, but I'd say he's definitely the most prominent religious superhero. I think second place would be Nightcrawler, but Nightcrawler's just not his biggest character. And but Nightcrawler literally becomes a a, a minister. Oh, interesting. Yeah, um, but mm. Daredevil doesn't do that. But Daredevil, after his father dies, and already his father was raising him as a Catholic, he gets raised by nuns. Okay. And so this is very unusual for superheroes, which are generally pretty. Um, what's what, what's the word I'm looking for? S uh, S E. Uh, secular? Secular, there we go. <laughs> hey, look again, not winner, knowing winner, something winner, for winner, once. Winner, 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 chicken dinner. And can I clarify, you know, at this stage, his dad dying, raised by nuns, is he blind yet? Where does the blindness come yes, in? Yes, but I'm going to get there. Okay, I'm okay, gonna get okay. There. I'm telling you this a little bit out of sequence. Okay, okay. Um, and so, with that, Daredevil has a lot of, well, okay, a lot of superheroes have guilt, right? Batman is driven sure. primarily by guilt, so yeah. is Spider-Man, right? Yeah. But <laughs> Matt Murdock specifically has Catholic guilt. Oh. Right? And so there's the guilt to the people around him, but there's also the guilt in that he's, you know, the result of sin. Right, 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 right. And to be fair... His fallen nature. To be fair, this is the fourth fact. Matt Murdock is a real... Can I say this word? Go ahead. He's a slut. Oh. He's also perhaps the most sexually charged superhero. He got the testosterone. He's sleeping around. Everywhere. This is a this is a major facet of no the No wonder you like him. Okay, hold on. Hey, I'm hold just on. <laughs> well, okay, and this goes back to the guilt, which is now 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 we're taking a real turn, which is that most of his girlfriends are dead. Wait, 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 wait. To clarify, they were dead not while he was seeing them or no, sleeping. You know? No. I you didn't clarify. Most of his girlfriends I mean, are dead. Most, what does that mean? Like people, he goes to the graveyard and then he's like, hey, in I like society it. don't need that clarification. Okay? You know, hey, it's but it's the world of what comics. What I'm trying to say, my point with the girlfriends also with many of his lovers having passed away. Right. Almost always because of actions he's taken as Daredevil. Right, that people take revenge on him yes. via his lovers. Yes. Okay. Is that he has all this guilt and he's kind of should. <laughs> He kind of should. Son of a, some of it. Because he's of. a slut. <laughs> okay, no, that's not what I'm saying. We are not sex shaming oh, oh, yeah, Daredevil. Yeah, no, it's an indirect thing. Yeah, 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 hold yeah, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Okay, watch okay. yourself. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's, sorry, let me, let me, let me, uh, let me correct myself there. Okay, ready, ready? We're for fact, what? We're at fact five oh, now. okay. Do you see? This is already crazy. This is already the making of a, of a, of a wacky superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Five? Yep. He's a lawyer. What? Okay. Yes. Okay. And for a long time, he was a prosecutor. Okay. Right? And so what that means is that he would try and convict people in mm-hmm. the court of law, mm-hmm. and he would sometimes fail, and then you put on a mask, and Daredevil would finish the job. But not in the court of law. Not, well... In the... Well, in the, no, it's happened. Court of the streets. In the court of the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also happened the other way around, right? Where Daredevil 
catches a guy, brings him to the police, right? And then Matt Murdock finishes the job by convicting him. That's insane. So in terms of like dual identities, I don't think there's any other superhero, right? Where the two kind of converge and can can kind of like interlink, interplay with each other. Exactly, that way. right? So we've got Clark Kent, who's a journalist, but we don't really think of him that much. Like there's a lot of great stories about him being a journalist, but every Daredevil story is about him being a lawyer. Right. Like that's right. not something that's ever avoided. And I guess Spider-Man takes pictures of himself, but the photographer part of his yeah. identity isn't part of bringing criminals to justice. And then he's also a scientist. He's also like, he's also like eight different things. So yeah, it's not like, yeah. it's not, at one point he was a CEO. Peter uh, Parker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't get to that part of the story. No, you, yeah, you, we'll never read that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if you like that part of the story. I don't think many people do, but we're, we're never going to read. That but okay, okay, I get it, I get it. This okay. dual identity, it's sort of, it's interesting interplay. Okay, okay. So, um, is there a six? His, there's like, I think there's 10. Oh my God. Strap yourselves in, folks. <laughs> okay, six. Okay. Um, this is a short one, okay. right? So his his dad's moniker is battling Jack Murdoch. Mm-hmm. Daredevil's moniker, when it's not Daredevil, is the man without fear. Okay. Okay, we're going to get to why. Okay, seven. Seven? Seven. Heaven? I don't know what I'm saying. You don't have to weigh in. <laughs> Sometimes you can just let me talk. <laughs> I'll just replace myself with AI right now. <laughs> seven. Okay, and this one's kind of funny, right? Okay. Okay, so... It better um, be. So the Avengers, they guard the whole world. Sure. Right? Um, Spider-Man guards New York City. Yeah. Batman is Gotham City. And that's right? the whole world. <laughs> um, Clark Kent, Superman is, is, is Metropolis. Daredevil uh-huh. guards Hell's Kitchen. In New York? In New York Just City. Just Hell's Kitchen. That oh. is exclusively what he does. There's times when he, he goes out and he does other things. But primarily, Daredevil is the vigilante of Hell's Kitchen. So something happens like two streets down out of house, house kitchen. He's like, ah, that's nah, the, dude. That's the that's joke. That's not me. That's, that's, the that's, joke. that's Peter Parker. No, but that's so. So that's his domain, right? And it's like, <laughs> it's not even like a borough. It's not even like yeah. Queens. It's just Hell's Kitchen. Right. Okay. 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 Now we're at eight. Sure. We're finally getting to it, Dan. We're finally getting to the to the blindness to Daredevil's powers. Oh, and the blindness. Okay. Okay. So eight. Yeah. What is what blindness? happens to him as a kid? Okay, eight is what happens to him as a kid. Which he's walking down the street. And he sees this truck careening Wait, forward. Let, let, me, let me reenact this, okay? Okay. So you describe it now, I'll be okay, 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 okay. Let's go over and start again. Okay. He sees a kid walking down the street. I'm just a kid. I'm just a kid. And he sees a truck careening down the street. Oh my god. What's the sound? What's the truck sound like? <laughs> Okay, and there's an old man crossing the street. An old blind man crossing the street. I can't see. (laughs) I don't like this. And he can't see the truck. That sound I hear. Matt Murdock does. Oh, shit. Matt Murdock, you know, his dad's always taught him how to do the right thing. What did my dad say? Always do the right thing, son. He runs, tackles the old man out of the way. At right as the truck starts to tip over, <laughs> dropping a vat of toxic waste <laughs> that falls onto his face. Oh, my eyes! That's why Daredevil's At mind. least give me a clap, blah, dude. No. <laughs> no, I don't have to do anything. After all that. I don't have to do anything. Hey, if you enjoyed that performance, drop an email to Comic Sans Podcast at andusproductions.com and just it, let me know you appreciated that. Get ready for no emails. <laughs> or you can, yeah, you know, we we recently learned very late into our podcast journey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spotify has like feedback or questions and answers or something like that. Just, you know, if you like that moment, just write there, hey, I really love the moment where Nat reenacted the origin story of Daredevil. Just put that in there for me. <sighs> okay. I'm just coming in now to clarify... Twice now in this podcast, I've said the wrong email. No, you said the right one. No, 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 no the wrong the right email. No, you so said the right one. I just want to clarify. <laughs> um, my producer has flagged to me. It's Comic, Comic Sans, Sans at, at shut up Productions Andas. Comic Sans Production Andas at Andas Productions Andas. The podcast. Edu. The podcast is implied. Dot you know? edu. Because uh, you're not writing to the font, you know. So yeah, if, so you, write, if you have feedback about the font, right. Don't write it to this email. Yeah, because we won't be able to do anything about it. Oh well, you could. <laughs> you call you. You could. <laughs> If you just wanna, you wanna vent, yeah, you know. Well, this is a fun fact. I'm gonna. This is a fun fact that I love to deploy on people. Really sure. spoil their mood. Sure. 
right? So people always talk about, oh, Comic Sans is so ugly. Comic Sans is so ugly. You know, why does one host look like not? <laughs> I didn't have that. That wasn't my plan. That just that just presented itself to me. Comic Sans, the font yeah. is so ugly. Yeah. It's so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, actually it's kind of made a comeback though. No, but it's it's actually an accessibility thing. Oh yeah, because it's, it's got no serifs. It's the easiest font for dyslexic people to read. Yeah. So hey, all you haters. Yeah. Shut up. Oh, okay, man. All right. Anyway, back to the origin story. Right. A okay. vat of toxic waste falls in his face. And so that's 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 that was eight. Okay. Now we're at nine. And then wait, and then he becomes blind. And he becomes blind. Okay, but okay. no no powers at this point. No powers. Not because it's toxic waste. Oh, that's nine. Oh, we're at oh. nine. We're at nine. Oh. Right. Which is the toxic waste, right? Took away Matt's ability to see. Mm-hmm. But, but it heightened all his other senses. So name a sense for me. Ooh, you're really testing me here. Yeah. Hearing. Hearing, right? Okay, so Daredevil can hear a sound 20 blocks away. He can hear your heartbeat so he can tell when you're lying, that which is especially useful for a prosecutor. Really annoying though. Can you, can you turn it off? Well, no, but we'll get to that. That's, that's 10. That's point 10. Okay. Oh, okay. Name so another sense. Smell. So he can smell the cologne you're wearing. Right. So he can, can smell. Well, he can smell the cologne that you wore a week ago. Oh. Right. And if you met someone who was wearing a cologne, he can tell that cologne, and then he can track that cologne. Right. So if he meets somebody who says, "Oh, um, I'm not going to pursue my case anymore. I'm too scared. I got threatened by a mobster," he can smell the cologne of the mobster, find the mobster, and settle it as Daredevil. Nice. Two more senses. Come on. Uh, uh, taste. Taste. So taste. What he can do is he can taste the soil. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's not great. It's not right? great. It's not great. But he can taste the soil and he can tell where did it come from. Interesting. Okay. And and part of that is also if something's poisoned, he can tell if it's poisoned before. Like he can have a minuscule amount of it and he can tell that's poisoned. And the last one is touch. Touch, yeah. Right? And so the touch is he can sort of like, um, and this, this goes into what is Daredevil's radar sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where all of these senses combined give him a type of sight without sight. Right. So like a bat. Yeah, I was going to say like a bat, yeah. But not, e- but even more than a bat, right? Because he can sense the vibrations through his feet, right? Interesting. And okay. he can hear things and he can smell things, right? It just sounds like a recipe for, for sensory overload, which I think you can explain. Which is number yeah. 10, which is that he was, and this is, this is we're not really going to get into that this much, that he was trained by a master named Stick. What? Stick? Yeah, who's, an, who's, a, who's also a blind man, um, who's an opponent of this ninja clan called The Hand. It, it is, you know, we're not really going to talk that much about this side of Daredevil. Okay, but basically he's learned to control it. He's learned to control it, but it's actually not innately powerful. What right? do you mean? It's that when his powers first arise, oh, oh. he is... They're com- debilitating. He is paralyzed. He can't do right, anything. Right, right, and so he learns right. to control it and he can learn to hone it and he can learn to raise it. He can, he can learn right, to right. raise certain senses so he's more effective. Right. Yeah. So, after all that, why Daredevil? Why is that his moniker? It doesn't seem to be any link to the senses. Um, well, it's because he's, he's reckless. Okay, so right? it's more about his personality. Well, it's part of that, but it's also like, so he has this thing called a billy club. A what? A billy club, which is kind of like, um, it essentially Nunchucks? functions. Yeah, but it, it, he also, it can, he can extend it with a rope, so it kind of functions like Spider-Man's web slinging. Okay. And note, Matt Murdock is, does not have enhanced strength or agility or anything. Right. Right. He's just a guy. Like fighting-wise, he's a regular dude. Yeah. But he's trained by stick, and so he's he's operating at peak performance and everything, right? But how many people, ordinary people, if they see someone falling off a building, can jump off the building and grab the person and then use the billy club, right? So that Daredevil can because he can't see what he's jumping into. Okay. So it, so this is man without fear. Ah, okay. Because right? okay, he's not afraid six. of things. Yes, because he's not afraid uh, of things, right? Okay. Because okay. he can't see them, but it's also just innate to his personality that he's right, just, he's just right. barreling. I mean, because you know, I, I'm personally sense men. Four sense. Anyway. <laughs> right. Okay. And so now here's the thing. Here's the thing that I want to get at. Right. Yes. We're talking about a character, Matt Murdock, right? yeah. who exists in a comic book, a visual medium. Oof. He can't read his own comic. And he can't read it in the way we can because part, part of the character is his sense of touch can actually detect differences in ink. Oof. So he could actually read, a, but it wouldn't look like it yeah, with yeah, us because yeah. he can't see. Yeah. Right? And I think that's what makes the character so special. Right. 
And that's why every time a, a writer and artist come to the table to Daredevil, they're not just thinking about, oh, what's the really cool situation I could put Daredevil in in the same way I could put Batman or, or Superman? It's, no, it's how can I tell that story, mm. right? I'm dealing with a character that can't engage with the world the way the reader can. How right. can I immerse the reader? Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we're, when we're talking about immersion, right, when you're trying to immerse a reader into it, right, you can't just use standard bubbles and panels in the same way you could use for Batman or Superman, right? We're going beyond, like, sometimes comic books are just approximating a film's vocabulary, mm. right, a visual vocabulary. Mm. But now we're, we're, like, thinking about the comic book. What can the comic do that nothing else can do? Mm. Okay. Right? Because it's also about portraying the heightened other senses, Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. So you're going to, okay, and this takes us to what we're going to be reading today, right? which is we're reading Daredevil Volume 4, Issue 1. Daredevil Volume 4, Issue 1. Okay, when I say volume, I mean that's like, that's just, um, they renumbered it. Okay. So like a lot of different, I think now we're on, um, I think now it's Volume 6, like present day, that's where that's where the character is. Um, and it's just sometimes they reset it for marketing reasons and storytelling purposes. We're at Volume 4, Issue 1. By Mark Wade and Chris Samney. Mark Wade is the writer. Chris Samney is the artist. This is the midpoint of their run. I actually think they renumbered it because it was 50 years of Daredevil. And I think there was 50 years without fear. That was the reason for them renumbering. Like an ex Okay, you know, sure. Just yeah. And even though it's the midpoint, this is actually a jumping in point. That's why it's issue one. And where it opens, and you're going to see this, is that he's actually not in Hell's Kitchen. Oh. He's in San Francisco. Okay. Because Matt Murdock has been disbarred from performing law in the state of New York. Naughty boy. And so there's a lot of reasons for why. But the big reason, and this is the exciting reason, and perhaps relevant to this issue, is that it's because the identities of Matt Murdock and Daredevil have collided. Oh, it's public knowledge. It's public knowledge that he is Matt Murdock and Daredevil is Matt Murdock. Because due to some blackmail with villains, the only okay, way for okay. him to escape it was to actually say in a court of law that he is Daredevil and admit right, it. Right, right, okay. Um, and before that, the run was playing around a lot with, everyone's like, okay, we know you're Daredevil. And he's like, I'm not Daredevil. And so it's this kind of tongue-in-cheek thing. Right. There's one great issue where he goes to a Christmas party and he's wearing a red sweater and it says, I'm not Daredevil. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and there's also there's a character who's like, he's flirting with and she puts on her bra, <laughs> Daredevil, and then like flashes him. Oh, to see if he'll have any reaction because everyone thinks he's not blind. They don't know how his powers work. Right, right. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, so okay. That's, that's, that's just some context on Got what it. the Got identity it. of Got the character it. is at this moment. You know, we're, we're talking about this Mark Wade run. Okay. But I want you to know, behind the scenes, right, I've been violently pitching to our producers, Daredevil Sands. Because there's so many good issues. Like a whole other podcast. I was reading so much. No, well, you know, well, uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But I want to do multiple episodes on of Daredevil this. Well, we'll season. see how this one goes. We'll see how this one goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe you'll read it and you'll be like, "This is ass. This sucks." <laughs> what do you mean he can't see? <laughs> Superman can see. That's ableist, net. I can't believe you'd say that. Oh, That's I'm, really bad. I just want to apologize um, via an iPhone notes apology to everyone for saying things through Yen's mouth. Thank you. We're looking at a devil-may-care attitude. We're talking about this is a, a blind man who dresses in red yeah. and jumps off of buildings yeah. into the path of gunmen. Nice. That's where we're at with the I'm character. ready. Let's go. Is there anything else you want to tell me? Because I'm itching to read. There's just, I just, a little bit more. Okay. Sorry. So this issue, Ned, mm -hmm. I want you to take a look at the boldness of the character. Boldness? Yeah. I want you to look at how Wade and Samney and Javier Rodriguez, that's the colorist, mm -hmm. use these colors, use the rounded edges, use the sharp frame to tell this story of the man without fear. Okay. okay? I'm just, one caveat though, one caveat sure. is that the last page or two connects to something else that I don't need, you just, okay. you're going to okay. be confused by it. Okay. We don't need to, sure. I just want you sure. to look at what I think is the best chase sequence I've ever seen in a comic book. You're really setting my expectations high, Yen. I know, I gotta make it. Because I read a lot of chase sequences in comic books. Oh, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know you love your chase sequences in comic books. <laughs> that classic thing that I that I enjoy. Daredevil Sands. <laughs> Daredevil Sands. Say it with me, Everyone. I can hear them. I can hear them. Daredevil Sands. I'm going to do that, the network bit. Open your window and shout out Daredevil Sands. <laughs> no one's going to get that. We're mad as hell and we're not going to take it anymore. Okay. Actually, huge last thing. 
Sure. Very lasting. Nat's actually going to be reading a floppy for the first Ooh. time. Because like I said, I'm scared. My collection of Daredevil is pretty huge. My hands are sweaty. Is this, is this concerning to it's you? It's okay. I mean, I don't, I'm not a person who believes in collecting for resale. I believe in collecting to read. Okay, okay. Right? So, so just, you know, just don't like... I can put on gloves. Don't salivate. Don't, you know... I'll try. Oh, man. <laughs> just, I mean, just, yeah, just you already described some pretty juicy things going on in, in Daredevil in general. So, you know. Yeah, just, just don't do anything grody. But just read it. Don't fold the corners. But I'm really excited that Nat's actually reading a floppy for the first time. I think that's really cool. And so just a reminder, uh, as we mentioned at the start of the episode, we're not doing the read-along section anymore. However... We will be doing a recap of what I just read in the next section before we get into the discussion. So don't worry if you can't get your hands in the comic. Just on oh, that, you know, yeah, just to sure. remind you a couple options of how you can read it. Sure. You can read it on, you can get it from a library. Yeah. You can read it from a comic book store. Yep. You can go to Yen's house. Or you could use the Marvel Unlimited app. And that's an option mm. for some, it depends on what region you're in. I don't think it's available globally, but that's an, but a hey, way hey, to read it online. Hey, v- VPNs, VPNs exist. Hey, uh, NordVPN, sponsor us. And you can read online, and that may have a panel by panel view, which is kind of interesting. But anyway, Nat's reading the floppy. Yes. With the page turns and with the ads. He's going to have ad breaks. Ads? Yes. They're ads? Yes. It's like a magazine. Holy smokes, guys. We'll see you on the other side. uh, Oh, I know what we'll say. We'll see you on the next page. But we said at the end of the podcast. Yeah, you can't say that. We'll see you when I see you. You're not going to see them. And also, I don't like how you... We're literally talking about Daredevil. And you're forcing see. We will touch you when we touch you. Oh, brother. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch. And organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. So wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Okay, Nat. Okay, you're bending it immediately. <laughs> immediately you're bending it. We start recording again and immediately you're folding it up. You're crumpling it up in a little pieces of paper. You know, uh, just a, a welcome back would be nice. No. Okay. Well, welcome back, listener. Okay, um, sure. I just I'll I just finished up. reading Daredevil Volume Four. Yes. Issue, issue one. one. Yes. It was great. The chase sequence was really good. Let me let me do a, okay. Okay. Let, let me, me do a recap. No, I want no. Oh, I'm directing the recap. You're directing you're the not recap. A, you. I am the captain of this ship. Okay. Nat. Aye aye, captain. Nat. Yes. Give me five keywords for this issue. Okay. Um. Girl. Yeah. Bomb. Yeah. Chase. Okay. Elevator. Uh huh. Daredevil. Uh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so those are the big beats. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. Okay, now just tell us a little bit more. Okay, so we kind of start with, I guess, this a particular woman, don't know who she is, I don't know who she is. Her daughter has been kidnapped. Yes. Right? She's just some sort of ransom note. And so she has contacted and contracted Daredevil, aka Matt Murdock. It's out in the open now. So she has reached out to him to help her with this search. He does his daredevil thing. He like touches a doll and he's like, oh, this thing feels like it's uh, got radiation on it. Oh, interesting. And then he like, he touches a piece of, well, no, that was, that was on a paper, I think. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, it's the um, ransom note. Yeah, yeah. He was listening to a recording and he's like, the acoustics are like, it feels like she's going to a different room. Yes. And then the other guy's like, hey, we all can hear it, dude. We're not an idiot. But he's like, hey, I can hear more things. Anyway, so he uses his like senses as the sense man, as I call him, to, to um, figure out more... <laughs> 
figure out more details about this kidnapping. They've narrowed it down to this sort of island where there has been sort of radioactive waste. Yep. And so they make their way there. And then we kind of just cut to him with the girl. Yep. He has retrieved the girl. Yep. And he's zooming through the streets of New York with his... Billy club. Billy hooky club thing. Yep. Which, is, which is also... Um, which doubles as his walking stick when he's Matt Murdock. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, I didn't get that. Yeah. But it's very Spider-Man-ish the way he's sort of like going yeah. through buildings. He's complaining that the buildings are too far apart. So it's, it's very Spider-Man-y. And these creatures of some sort, I can't really tell what or who they are, uh, are chasing him. And so they're chasing And they're him. flying. Yeah, and they're flying yeah. on these sort of hoverboard, sort of yeah. Green Goblin sort of situation. Exactly, Green Goblin. Um, yeah. yeah, so they're... Ch- is it really? Yeah. Is well, this, it's, 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 it's that they're using that same tech. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway. So they're chasing him, chasing him, chasing him. And then he's using his, uh, I almost said Spidey senses. He's using his Daredevil senses to navigate. He's not really familiar with San Francisco, but he has someone in his ear, this friend who's using Google Maps to help him direct him around. At some point, he uses the girl's, what he believes to be the girl's watch to yep. direct him around the city yep. to be like, oh, no, 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 when he drops her. Yes. And then he's trying to catch her and then he listens to her watch. But later on, he realizes, hang on, he talks to her and she's like, it's not a watch, it's a bracelet. And he's like, wait, then what's that ticking I hear? And he's like, holy crap, there's a bomb inside her. Yes. And it's ticking. And then he notices it's the sound of a radio receiver or whatever. So then he's like, this is all a trap. They're not trying to catch me. They're just chasing me so that I bring this living bomb yes. to a crowded area and yes. explode people. And so then he gets a great idea to go to a hospital, which sounds like a bad idea at the top of it. But then he's like, all hospitals by law have an elevator. And yes. Elevators have no signal. Oh. So they can't detonate the bomb if I'm in an elevator. So he goes to a hospital and he's in an elevator and that's kind of where the floppy ends. And then it's the last two pages, which we won't talk about. Yes. How was that for a recap? That was pretty good, man. Pretty you, good. Yeah, yeah. You hit all the beats. And, yeah, yeah. and I got excited again just thinking about how yeah, good this yeah. issue is. It was pretty fun. Yeah, let's... let's, let's I let's, mean, you can't go wrong with a chase sequence. Well, you... I mean, I think... Yeah, sure. But I don't think that discounts how hard it is to do it well. Right, also, right, right. Yeah. Right? And I'm probably not appreciating that in its full capacity, but that's what you're here for. So let's... let's We can talk about a bunch of different things, but let's start with this watch twist. Okay, yeah. Right? So when does he find that out? Can you go to that page? Sure. So there's a moment where they have a brief like sort of respite. Yeah. They're hiding from the, the, the pursuers. They're sort of sitting on the ledge of a building, I believe. Yeah, right here. And the girl is sort of freaking out. She's like, I want my mommy. And he's like, okay, you know, and he has his internal monologue. He's like, don't get flustered. Just keep the fight away from crowds and focus on the kid. She's about to lose it. Say something. And so he goes, I like your watch. And she goes, it's not a watch, see? It's a bracelet. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to clap. <laughs> but but point but how what does the panel look like? Which one? The one where he's discovering that it's not a watch. Right. Well, actually that happens before. Right? It happens yeah, it happens so, throughout. Let, so let me just, describe let's, it. Let's, yeah, let's yeah, yeah. The, so so yeah. throughout this whole floppy there are moments when he is sort of sensing things using I, his radar sense. Yeah, using the I guess yeah, the radar sense yeah. and, and and whenever that happens the panel kind of goes pink it goes washed this sort of magenta hue okay basically you see like a magenta background and then you see that the outline or the silhouette of like whatever he's looking at and it's kind of covered in this like pink stripes yeah it kind of looks a bit radioactive it looks like sort yeah of, yeah i mean it's essentially it's like sound waves bouncing yeah. off of a surface right right yeah. right right and so this happens here it also happens earlier when he drops the girl accidentally i think that's the first time we see in this floppy that same magenta pinkish Kind of uh, overlay. Yeah. yeah. And so this is what I'm getting to yeah. about immersion. And that is not something that's existed across the character. Mm. The radar senses, but that's a very... Spe- How it's portrayed. This is a very specific thing that kind of starts with the Mark Wade run, if I'm not wrong. Okay. Um, this, I could be totally off base here, but the way it's used, the way it's deployed by Chris Amney within this run, it's just like these snippets into the insight of Daredevil's perspective. Right, So the rest of the time, we're getting it from an objective view outside. We're getting the colors. We're seeing it from outside. And then once in a while, when it really matters, right, we're getting it from his view. And so if we, we go back to that long panel of when she's falling and yep, he's seeing right multiple here. versions yep. of her because she's falling so from so high, right? Right above that, what's that? His eyes. It's a zoom in on his eyes. It's a tiny panel of just his eyes. Yeah. Right? And so it's cueing us, oh, okay, now mm. we're in his head. Mm, right mm, and mm. you know if we're thinking in terms of film think about it it's like the camera zooms and it shoots and it goes behind the character's eye it's yeah like, you can't do that yeah <laughs> that's not possible yeah you yeah, can only yeah. do that in comic books yeah but it's crystal clear it's you don't yeah. even think about it for a second yeah right? no point where you're like wait why is it suddenly pink yeah yeah if anything if anything it's so seamless right that it's actually weirder to break it down 
Mm. Right? Like you didn't even notice, you didn't even really think about that. You just kind of, it just flows. It yeah. just moves. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think that's one of the things I really love about this issue and why it's such a dynamic chase sequence is because it just flows. Mm. You're just flipping. You're just flipping. You're just like, oh my gosh, I gotta know what's happening. I gotta yeah. know what's happening. Yeah. Why is he taking this girl to a hospital, hospital when she knows she's a bomb? Yeah. Yeah. And then that goes back to, you know, my 10 points of Daredevil, right? Yeah. The lawyer thing. Right. right. He, why does he know there's an elevator? By law. By law, that has to be an elevator. Yeah. It's just a fantastic integration of all these different bits. But I mean, if you went to any tall building, chances of there not being an elevator is pretty slim. Yeah, but he knows which one's going to have one immediately. And it's also, you know, it's a little comic book, it's you a little know, storytelling, right? Empire State Building? He's not in New York, you oh, stupid Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. famously <laughs> in San Francisco. You know, uh, Apple headquarters? I'm sure they got it. <laughs> Tell me about something else. Tell me about something. Tell me about a different moment in here. I mean, the chase sequence in general. Which I is mean, most of the... Which yeah, is most yeah. Of it's, the, it's like 80% of the book. Yeah. 90%. Okay, let's talk about the panel shapes. Really dynamic. Yeah. I mean, the, even I'm looking at one right now yeah. where there's sort of side by side. There's one of him running and talking to the person in his ear who... Well, they put friend in inverted commas, so I assume it's his lover at the time. Yeah, it's it. They've got this on and off. She's the one who does the bra thing that I brought up. Okay, earlier. okay, yeah. okay. So yeah, the side by side, or he's on on the left side, and then she's on the right side talking to him, and then they have this really interesting, like jagged zigzag gap in between the two panels. The gutter. The, the thing you're describing is the gutter. The gutter. Right? right, the space between the panels. The gutter is a zigzag. It's a kind of connote like that they're communicating. Like a lightning ball, yeah, like electricity, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, And just, it's really dynamic across the board. A lot of diagonal lines. Um, The one where she's falling, just really narrow vertical panels. Let's go back to the, let's go back to the falling. Sure. Right? The second one of her falling, is there a border to that panel? No, she's in the page. She's in the page. She's in the white space. Right, so let me describe page. that a bit. Yeah. So we have we have four columns in the bottom of the page. The first column on the left is sort of the, his hand reaching for her hand. And then the second panel is her falling, but there is no border to the panel, right? She's on the white page that the other panels sit on. Yeah. She's not like on the grid, right? And so it's we get this sense of she's, there's no she's, limit. She's really falling. Yeah, she's there's really an endlessness it. to it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it gets narrower with the third one and there's a bunch of birds and then the fourth one is the eye and the pink that we talked about earlier. That's really nice. The falling one is really nice. Let me just flip through. A lot of curved lines as well on this next page. You know, it seems like a typical sort of six panel structure but just there's a slight curve. Yeah. I guess it just creates that dynamism. And the way, well, where is it, where is it curved? How, what direction is it curved in? Well, it starts lower on the left and then goes up towards the right. Right. So if I'm reading it right, I'm going across left to right. And then there's this line, this diagonal line that's bringing me back down to the next panel. Right, right. Right? It's just speeding me up. I'm like on a slide. My eyes are right, on a slide right. just going straight through. It's like a marble run. Yeah. Yeah, if you drop a marble in the gutter, that's how it's going to roll. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, in this, in this particular page, there's a really nice um, parallel with his billy hook. Yeah, the billy club extends billy from the club, white sorry. page. I keep calling it billy hook. Because it's got a hook at the end. But yeah, yeah. The billy club extends, which is white, extends from the white space. Yeah, the and it mirrors that that sort of curvature in the panels here. Man, comic books are so good, people. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. They're I just, okay. I just can't okay. emphasize enough how they're good okay. this comic is. Uh, what else we got? We got a, another really interesting curved line here that also continues from an action line within the panel. So yeah. we kind of have Daredevil flipping over someone. And I think what I liked about this in general with the chase sequences is that the sort of angles and positions that they put Daredevil in are, are really like, it's all over the place. You get The composition. Yeah, the composition. You get the close-ups, you get him upside down. You yes. get Sometimes you just get his mid-body, like you don't see his head. It captures just the feeling of like in a chase sequence in a movie yeah. you have people holding the cameras you're not going to get smooth dolly shots you're going to get like the camera's going to shake a bit yeah, yeah, you know yeah. you're going to someone's head is going to get out of frame you know and like, it's just really quick cuts you get that sense here with, with the paneling um, trying to capture that franticness um, and so in this particular one there's an action line as he flips upside down that kind of blends in beautifully with the curve here so that's really really nice yes I want to actually rewind a bit sure I want to rewind a bit so this issue well it's issue one right yeah. so it's a jumping in point right and so that actually means there's a lot of information the reader needs to catch up on right, right. so there's these two splash pages oh yeah I, I just skip over that yeah yeah and I, I want you could you describe 
what's going on. In the I mean, it, it read to me like exactly what you would see in like a superhero movie, right? Like the, even in like every Miles Morales movie, oh, every time they introduce a new character, right. right? They go over the origin story. Like right. my name is Miles Morales. I was a blah, 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 you know, and like, and then going through how they got their powers. So this but kind of- But that's the text, right? Right, right, the right. the page? Oh, okay. Like, yeah, actually, good point. So, but just to let the listener know, this is the recap of his origin story. Yes. So it goes, you know, life isn't fair. When I was a boy, I did something good and was struck blind as a reward. Honestly, reads kind of boring. If you want a more interesting rendition of this, you can just rewind um, and listen to my reenactment I don't think that's true. of the origin I story. I think that's arguably a better sort of true. presentation. I don't think that's true. But sure. Um, and then, you know, but there were compensations. My other senses were magnified to superhuman levels. I could see all around me with a virtual radar. And I guess what you're talking about here yes. is in terms of the colors and the and the composition, we see that pink coming in. This is actually the first time, but I didn't register it right. in this moment because right. I didn't understand the context of it. Yeah. But yeah, and then it's sort of this, what's the word? Concentric, Concentric circles. rings, yeah. Yeah. Different, just I guess, snapshots of his life, you know, about him lawyering as a kid, the waste falling on his face. Uh, and then he is like kind of swinging front and center through all those panels. Bam, daredevil. Right. And so where are the rings extending from? Where are the rings? His head. His head. Ah, it's the his radar. Cr- his sense. cranium. It's the radar sense going outwards. You're really happy. You're so. You look so chuffed that you said cranium. That's a good word. It's the radar <laughs> sense extending from his head, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, concentric yeah, yeah. rings going outwards, and also it's chronological. The outermost ring is the start, right? And we work inwards, right? right. So it's tell me what's in the ring. Oh, and that's his. Okay, so it starts at the outside. That's him saving the old man. Toxic waste falling on his face. Yep. Then the next inner circle is him lying in hospital with bandages over his eyes. Then he goes inside. He's lawyering in one panel, and then the another panel. He's wearing what I assume is the yellow suit. Yeah, that's the yellow suit. The yellow suit with just one D. Yeah. And then he's swinging down in the middle, and he's wearing double D on his chest. And I'm not going to talk about what that could possibly be interpreted as, um, you know, double Ds on the chest, but I just want to say, Gosh, not this, a great choice this, of uh, logo. Nat sucks, guys. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, this is just like, why, why does he say these things? Please write an email to comicsans at andasproductions.com. Well, now you get it right. Yeah, now you get yes, it right. Yes, if they're going to complain about you. If I'm a superhero and I'm like, hey guys, my logo is going to be two Ds on my chest. You know, nobody went like, hey, hey, Matt, hey, Matt, you know, maybe, you know, Nat, get your head out of the gutter and then into the gutter of the comic book page. There we go. (laughs) Now I'm chuffed. (laughs) You're chuffed? I'm chuffed. You're well pleased? I'm positively chuffed. (sighs) Someone had to say it. Someone had to say it. Nobody did. Nobody had to say it. Someone had to say it. Nobody had to say it. And that's a really good page. It covers all the content you need to know and presents it in in a way that is not overwhelming. And it's telling like three different things at once. Yeah. It's just yeah. insane how much information is packed into that yeah. page, right? Yeah. Like n- n- exposition-wise, it's not, but how it's being told is I- incredible because it ends, right? It ends at him. And so, oh, we're seeing all the rings converge and that's what makes him Daredevil. Yeah, the next page. Okay, yeah, this is interesting as well. We kind of still get the motif of the concentric circles, but it's in a much more abstract way. But what's the central image? So the background image is New York City, Empire State, front and center. And at the top is sort of, I guess, the emblem of his mask. Yep. And then it's just like little fragments of other circles that are also tinted the pink, but also orange and blue. And well, what's in them? These. Oh, oh, are these are. Oh, oh, I see. These are like. It's also New York City, but then seen through his radar. Exactly. Right, 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 right. So we, the reader, gets the skyline view, which is not something Matt Murdock gets. And then we're getting the little snippets of the overlay of what Matt Murdock gets, which is different tinges. Tell us what are in those panels. Well, some of them are just like, just the same building continuing, but just in the pink overlay. But there's also like things that are more zoomed in, right? Which I guess points to like how he can sort of look across really far distances and and hone into things. Yeah. So there is... I can't tell what this is. Air conditioning piping that's just going... Well, okay, Nat, I'm about to blow your mind. What? Okay, no, actually, you keep going. Okay. A coffee cup with smoke coming out, a steam coming out, cars, uh, two people talking in an alleyway. Uh, I don't know what this is called, a water thingy. Um, Silo tower. Silo tower, a flag blowing in the wind. This looks like bread. That's, That's smoke. No, 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 look at this. This one. That's bread, bro. It's bread. Oh, no, you're right. That is bread. That is right. You're right. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, 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 you're right. That's bread. Okay, you ready for this? What, what are you going to blow my mind with? So, Javier Rodriguez, the colorist. Yeah, yeah. Is colorblind? No. Oh. Oh, 
No, the the different colors correspond to the different senses. Oh, okay. So orange is sound. Yeah, he's hearing the flag. He's hearing the air conditioning. Yeah. Green is heat. Yeah. So I think the green. Well, so okay. The blue is like taste. No, the, sorry. The blue is smell. Right. And the green is taste. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And you know, taste and smell are so closely linked anyway. Yeah. 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 Do you know if you can't smell things, you can't taste things? That's not entirely true. Okay. <laughs> you lose 70% of your taste. I want to put out another iPhone note apology <laughs> yeah, about thank you. Uh, the, yeah. false, the false uh, <laughs> statements I've totally been perpetuating <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> we still have a palate. We still, our tongue still can... Okay, but your taste your taste can be severely altered yes. by your smell. Like yeah, if you yeah. smell and you, you, something yeah. and you eat something different, you could, anyway. Correct. Anyway. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. I did not notice that the first time I read it. I just... Yeah. And again, you know, again, another instance where they're just firing on all cylinders... They did not, you know, this is what I always love about Daredevil, and specifically this issue. They just didn't have to go this hard. <laughs> you know, they could have just had a text page, and it's just like, because... Here's my origin story. Here's what Daredevil, yeah, Daredevil yeah. was this. No, they're like, no, we're going to do this in like six different ways. Oh, yeah, by the way, he's not in New York anymore. So we're going to give you this page that shows you how all four of his senses are so keenly attuned to the city. Of New York. Of New York. And then... Go to San Francisco. Bam, he's in San Francisco and he's is, is the next page he's like kind the, of falling. Well, no, the first page is a palm tree, which yeah. is great because that's like totally not New York. No. Right? So you're like, New York, turn the page, palm tree. Yeah. What? You know? Yeah. And then the first text box, this is not New York. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Storytelling at its finest. Now, you know, it's season two, episode one. I'm feeling a little nostalgic. Do you remember what the first thing we talked about in episode one of Comic Sans was? What the big thing I wanted to talk about was? Oh, not, not the comic. The comic was Saga. The comic was Saga. But what was the big thing I wanted to talk about? The page turn. The page turn. The page turn. You remember? you know, for anyone jumping in at this point, yeah. let me give the primer. Please, Nick. On the page by all, turn. By all means. So, you know, something beautiful about the comic book, as espoused by Yen, mm-hmm. is that there is the physical act of turning the page. And Correct. You get that in other book of mediums yeah. but something about the comic and the way that the writer can position because you know in a novel the writer isn't thinking about the last word of the page no not at all you know but in the comic they are yeah. they're thinking about the last panel on the page the last thing you see before you turn the page and so there's an and there's an aspect of ending on a sort of cliffhanger or you know subverting expectations when you flip the page or fulfilling expectations yes because a lot of things you can yes. do with that page turn but there is an there is an expectation set up and then there is an expectation either fulfilled subverted Wrecked. Thank you. How was Thank that? you. That was great. That was great. Thank good you. job, Thank man. You. Good job. Hey, I'm a good learner. Yeah, and, and so I, I want to just, you know, talk about the page turns when we get to the closing of this chase sequence. Can you tell me what's going on? Right. So on this particular page, and, you know, sorry, segue. We didn't talk about this panel. <laughs> the panel that is just words. Like, I don't know how to describe it. So in this panel, like instead of a box, the shape of the panel is block letters. Yep. And and inside the block letters, you see uh, Daredevil's cranium. Okay, thank with you. Some concentric circles coming out of it. But yep. The but the panel is literally the word ding. Yeah. Which is like what a I mean to communicate that this all encompassing sort of sound that he is detecting. Yep. It's not just a ding. It's a ding. Ding. It's a hard D. It's it matters. It's ding. You know? Ring a ding ding. And then after that, what we were actually talking about, he slides into the elevator, and then the last panel on this page is what we what everyone assumes to be the gloved hand of one of the villains tapping the bomb to detonate it. And yep. it's a close-up on the fist with the thumb and the in the detonator, and it's just tap, 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 tap. And then you turn the page. And it's ad. And then you're instantly like, what? <laughs> no, no, Nat, Nat, don't be cheeky. <laughs> and you see this guy with his shiny head. He's, for, for, for comic book fans, it's Uwatu. <laughs> and, and, you know, if we're, if we're going to talk about the ads at all, I think the funny thing about reading the ads and the floppies is how much they are a time capsule also. Right, like They represent right. a very specific... Because they had the dates. They have the dates, and it's, it's just a, such a different era, right? So this is an event, Original Sin. Nobody remembers Original Sin. And another one of the ads earlier is Captain America Winter Soldier, right. which is like 20 Marvel movies ago. <laughs> Okay, anyway, so you turn the page, you skip the ad, and you get to them not exploding. Yes. Right? So there's that sort of that moment. I mean, that's that moment of suspension when you're turning the corner, right? When you're turning the page and you don't know, is it going to explode or not? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just Daredevil saying, hit the stop switch. 
It's good. It's good. It's really good. That's a good page turn. And there's still one more. Which one? There's one more page turn at the end of this one. At the end of this page. Oh, at the end of this page? Yeah. Oh, okay. So in the, the final panel of this page is a horizontal panel across the whole page with Daredevil having an internal monologue where he says, who planned this? Who's monstrous enough to use a little girl as a living weapon? What's the goal? So he gets out of the elevator. He's, he's looking out a window and he's thinking these questions. He's stuck in his own thoughts. And then one of the Green Goblin dudes are just, is just zooming around the corner about to intersect with him. And you're like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Is Daredevil going to get hurt? And you turn the page and it's a full panel page of Daredevil smashing the glass mask of the dude. And I guess it's not even, it's not the dude's POV. It's Daredevil's POV. It's looking, the reflection in looking the Looking at his reflection Ugh. in the glass. It's, in, it's pretty good. This is a good page. This is a genius And we, we go back to the previous page, right? Sure. It's like, how many panels are there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's quite it's, a lot, it's, it's panel. right? And so you're you're, you're like, bup, 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 and then there's this boom. big boom. Let's try it again. Bada, bup, 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 bup. Boom! <laughs> Man, <laughs> comics are so much better than audio. <laughs> comics are so much better with audio. Ooh, interesting, way. interesting. You know, and that's why this podcast exists. So, Nat. We used to close every episode with me asking if you see the value of the comic book. Yes, yes, yes. And I don't think we, we're going to do that anymore because I think <gasps> you know enough now and you don't need to be convinced so much about the value of the medium as a whole. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Okay, sh- shut the hell up, man. I hate this guy. <laughs> no, and we're not going to focus so much on the, you know, what this specific issue is doing for the medium as a whole. Yeah. I just want to talk about the story itself and what the book is doing. Sure, so, sure. So my first question for you is, would you keep reading? I'm open to it. What I was going to say is that I think this particular issue that I read, it was fun. It was a fun chase sequence. It's exciting. But I can tell that, I mean, based on the yant that you gave at the start, there's a lot of meat to this character that I think this issue doesn't go into, right? The Catholic no. guilt. Yeah. Sort yeah. of all that. The idea of his upbringing and his promiscuity, you know, and I think there's a lot of meat to that that I've not uncovered yet. Yes. So, you know, based on the, if I just had this issue alone in a vacuum, I'd be like, oh, that's fun. I want to keep reading. But because I have the context that there's so much more to this character, and I guess the fact that he is definitively your favorite superhero of all time, Hands I guess down. my answer has no to be, yeah, I'm def- I, I, my answer has to be, I, I'm open to it. Um, well, that's good, Nat, because, you know, that's great for me for Daredevil Sands. <laughs> <laughs> Because if I have my way, you're going to be reading a couple more issues of Daredevil. Hey, you know, I, I, I won't object. That's all I'll say at this moment. I'm not going to violently object, so... Music to my ears. Music to your ears. And can you imagine how that music would sound to Daredevil? <clears throat> I was going in the direction of that it'd be incredibly beautiful. <laughs> like he'd be so much more affected by As it. As they say, beauty is in the ears of the beholder. <laughs> Okay. See, see what I said there? Very inclusive. I didn't say eyes. So now the second question then. Yes. Okay, and this is new. It's new, I'm ready. Yeah, and it's coming in the form of a phrase. <laughs> so it's not a question. So brace yourself, brace yourself. <laughs> a that phrase. There, there may not be a question mark at the end of it, okay. okay? If you like blank, you may like this issue of Daredevil. And my job is to fill in the blank. Your job is to fill in the blank. How about you go first? Let's let's both uh, answer it. While I okay. think of my okay, answer, okay. You, you 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 tell the listener what 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 they would what. <laughs> okay, if you liked, I think I think my answer is this. My answer is this. Okay, okay. um, if you liked, well, I I'm not a huge fan of this movie, but I think stylistically they're quite similar. I think if you liked Baby Driver by mm. Edgar Wright, you mm. may like this issue of Daredevil because it's got that same sense of kinetic energy, right? So also, if you like like uh, some of the Mission Impossible chase sequences, yeah, I think that's my answer. Yeah. I mean, my answer was going to be very similar because, I mean, you know, the highlight of this episode was a chase sequence. Yeah. So I was going to go, if you like, like the old Jackie Chan movies. Oh, that's great, actually. That's really good because there's a sense of physicality to the Jackie yeah, Chan yeah, movies, Yeah, right? you know, that sort of like... And he's bringing in like the boxes and the crates yeah, and there's always yeah. little makeshift weapons. That's I think that's great. Yeah. Okay. So if you like Jackie Chan movies and Baby Driver, hey... Give it a go. Give, give, it, give it a go. Yeah. And now, and now my, I, I've got my own little follow-up. Sure. I right? mean, I'm not going to stop you. What I'm going to do? I'll stop I'm, the recording? I'm inverting the sentence. <laughs> sure. If you liked Daredevil, Volume 4, Issue 1, you oh. may like oh. blank. And my answer is uh, Firepower by Robert Kirkman 
and Chris Samney. So that's the that's the overlap. Chris Samney who did this issue, that, and I think he's got that same sense of uh, kinetic joy. I think Chris Samney just draws incredible characters they just look so beautiful and smooth and that same style is extended to firepower which is, is which is actually yeah a riff off of martial arts movies ah so, so it all, it's a full circle synergy but is there catholic guilt there's no catholic guilt in well, firepower. sorry everyone but that's the whole pipeline you know so hey if you if you want to follow this pipeline if you like jackie chan and baby driver yep. then you read this after you read this you read firepower and that's it Perfect. That's, that's the comic sans pipeline and then you're done and then you're done with life you're all good from there. Go forth and conquer. Thanks, everyone. Hey, thanks. Thanks for, for, thanks for tuning in. I'm going to make Nat read more Daredevil in future. I've decided. No in, matter In no, this season? No matter what anyone says. Okay. No matter what anyone says. We I hope you're excited for season two. It's going to get crazier. It's going to get zanier. It's going to get wackier. Yeah. But you know, you're, you're also going to be learning some stuff, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. We've, got, we've been talking about what we're going to be and reading. Mainly from me. Okay, no. Um, I've been talking with, the, with our producers about the stuff we're going to be reading. I'm really excited about a lot of it. I mm-hmm. think we're going to be covering a mm-hmm. lot of interesting mm-hmm. ground, uh, reading a lot of things people may not have heard of and some things people have heard of. So on that note, thanks for listening to Comic Sans. Very good. And we'll see you on the next page. He nailed it. Thanks for listening to Comic Sans. This is a show by Andas Productions, hosted by Mao Yente and Nathaniel Ma, and produced by Roshan Singh Sambi and Scott Lee Chua. Our cover art is by Isabel Fang. If you enjoyed what you just heard, don't forget to follow and rate the show. And while you're at it, follow us on social media at Comic Sans Pod or at the links in the description.